0: we uh-huh. Languages right now, but my name is Lerai, and this is my lovely co-star, Mr. Sibum Panza. It's about time I ask you how you're doing. So, how are you, Sibum? Thank
1: you. It feels good. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I'm very excited for today's guest. Um, uh, I've been waiting for this for a, for a very long time. What do we have
0: uh, on the show today?
1: <sighs> Listen, one of the reasons I was so excited to do this podcast is because I was going to get to meet some amazing people, and this person is not only talented, but they are also, and I've never used this to describe somebody. Fabulous Today, we have Lala (laughs) Hirayama in the studio Wow,
2: guys (laughs) What a boost for my ego
1: Thank you so much (laughs) We got you How are you doing?
2: I'm actually all better now that I'm sitting here in such a lovely company and uh, behind such a fantastic... Or in front of such a fantastic yeah. brand. Um, and ready to rock and roll and chat all good things and inspiring things mm. and beautiful things. We are going to
0: do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, this is all about the state of the strong. Yes. And we're, go- we're going to uh, test your strength of knowledge or how quick you can be with the things. So we're going to play okay. a game mm-hmm. called 60 Seconds of Strong. Right? I'm going to hand strong. you a little card okay. that has... A prompt for you to say. So you read out what's on the card and finish off the sentence. Basically, you have sixty seconds, and I'm going to tell you the 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 number that you need to beat. Right? Because here we're not we're not we're not just
1: we don't just play for fun here. We don't just
0: play for fun. It's not a game. This is, this is this shock, guys. Game. Yeah, I thought we were just gonna have fun and no, was anyway. no, no, I thought is not this a was, fun this, is <laughs> this
1: is not a fun <laughs> podcast. This is a
0: hard time Okay, we are Okay, so Mr. Banzo is going to be on the timing, and I'm going to hand you. You have thirteen to beat. Thirteen seconds. No, no, no. no. You have sixty. 13, seconds, 13, cards thirteen cards to beat. Oh, I've got to go through them all. Okay, yeah. we'll within the 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 goal is more than thirteen. But you know, do
1: take I it at your own you. pace. But I trust you.
0: Okay, if Ready. you want to
1: be the winner. Okay, you you're keeping time. I'm keeping time. You've got sixty you seconds. Okay, okay. I'll put one in her hand. <laughs> it's
0: not like three,
1: that. <laughs> two, one. If I were an animal, I would be a horse.
2: CBD Twitter is turf. My current wallpaper is money. I'm a 2000R... CD days. Video call versus phone call, video call. Most use emoji, smiley emoji. When I sing, I sound like Whitney Houston. If I were president for a day, y'all would know about it. My biggest strength is my legs. Uh, the youth of South Africa are pure fire. How old is your vaslab? What is that? I got my first tattoo. Don't have one. The last meal I had was rice and fish. Facebook is horrible. Uh, Ndota must stop being so in five years time I would like to be a mommy money is life Uh, love is everything Instagram is inspiring South Africa is beautiful social media is a mess Uh, this week I don't know everything my best friend does to me strength is in the heart
1: time Did what guys... <laughs> in
0: the world
1: just guys, happened?
0: I had like I had this jar is practically empty. I couldn't, she was too fast for me. My head was like Wow,
1: okay. I think it's time to count. Okay. Cause, cause wow. Would you like to do the honors? <laughs> wow. Okay, let's count, do it. Count fast, okay. One, uh-huh. two, three, four,
2: five, six, seven, eight, nine, Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23.
1: All right, no. uh, ladies and 24, gentlemen,
0: 25. we oh. have two
1: extras. Wow, um, ladies and gentlemen, oh, that yeah. is it for the bull brand podcast. That is it for State yes, of the thank Strong. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks to for my coming. Podcast. We're dying. She just absolutely killed we're it. So that was the last and final episode. We'll see you guys <laughs> next time with season two. Because what the hell was that? <laughs> that was impressive.
0: Listen, yeah. guys, we're gonna need to get a new job. I think so. We're gonna need to actually. Amped up in here because Lala just wow. really puts
1: I wanna fight one thing though. What? Lala, you don't know what a Vaslap is.
0: What's a Vaslap? Vas? Vas. Lap. Face cloth. Oh. How old so, is your face cloth? We'll let
1: you answer it. I don't
0: have a face cloth.
1: Guys. What kind I of have
0: like, oh, like Looper. Looper. I have like Oh you're like a loofer. I have like these
2: cognacs, I have these um oh what is it? It's like a it's like an Arabic she is so thing. serious right? yeah, no,
1: no, I Serious run. guys mm, mm, Serious mm, mm, I love, that.
2: The I love anyway, that It's not
1: really working But <laughs> hey we gotta you try
0: I'm just gonna sit here like
1: this <laughs> I'm, I'm in shock um, <laughs> Like I said guys I honestly I've been a huge fan for many many years um, you. You're one of the reasons that I wanted to be a presenter Really no um, can, like, can I be that's honest I'm not even so joking, yeah. Thank you <laughs> You too.
0: Even, me. Yeah, you. <laughs> even You've got me. One of
1: our inspirations in the room with us. That's Stop wild. It. You inspired a, a 27-year-old and a 19-year-old. Like that's how much your inspiration spans, which I think is that really, is. really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna know from your side, how how did you even get into the game? What did that look like for you?
2: Sure. It was um it was a very crazy adventure. Mm-hmm. I think everyone can kind of share, you know, similar stories in the fact that you don't, you have this idea, this dream of what you want and you go via via and you don't even end up there. You end up somewhere, but not exactly there. My dream was never to become a TV presenter. Mm. It was never really um, on my radar. I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to help people. I wanted to, um, yeah, actually I just wanted to do that really, a dancing doctor. And um, when I was 15, I came back from Japan and I was dancing and I was told about an audition to go for some dancing audition for a corporate job or something like that. And um, I went through, I had my sweats on, I had my CD, you know, back in those days. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I'm not 19. It's okay. (laughs) Um, And then I got to the audition and they handed me a script and there were 5,000 other people that auditioned for the same job. And I got the phone call that I got the, the job. And that's kind of where it started. And I never really, you know... I didn't really go. Oh my gosh! This is what I want. I want to be famous. I didn't really look to be famous mm. or look to be in the limelight. Look to be in the entertainment industry in this way, in front of the camera. I always wanted to be like a backup
1: dancer for Beyonce.
2: I mean that. <laughs> so Beyonce, if you're actually listening right now, yeah. No, Beyonce. Does <laughs> oh, no, we're getting to be a backup
1: dancer. <laughs> no. uh, last time I checked, Beyonce listens to State of the Strong. So okay. yeah. yeah. So you could definitely get Thank the you. next Coachella. For sure,
2: guys. <laughs> let's do that. Let's actually get out of this pandemic, and then let's go to Coachella. Let's Fair just enough.
0: finish it. You know what? We need to bull Brandt, We need to. What are you it doing out? next year, of February? <laughs> yeah,
1: please. Uh, bull Brand takes us to Coachella.
2: You know, Asha says this: the most attractive lion is the one that's hunting. Mm. You know, the one that's doing it, the one that's in the driving seat, the one that's looking after themselves in their career, not who's looking out and trying to be inspired and wanting to be someone else that they're not. The one that's actually just doing it—that's uh, that's pretty powerful. I don't think you need to know about other people's inspiration. Like, mm. focus on you. Mm. You're doing such big things. Oh yeah. my gosh! But that's
1: also because you <laughs> saw, so, like, like w- when we talk about you, and I don't want to say this generation thing, like you're like much older, but you <laughs> <Yeah>. guys are <laughs> just <Yeah>. a couple—but <laughs> you guys were like, f- for me, in terms of. Um, People I looked up to, um, presenters for me were the coolest people on earth. Literally.
0: Like,
2: Do you feel like there's now a difference? Because you were talking about how presenters are so important. You see how, how she's cool. working <laughs> out no,
1: no,
0: guys. You see how she's working can, <laughs> lala, being lala I'm sitting here, my face is literally scrunching up. First, she turned it on me, and yeah, now she's like, now she's no, no wait, I she can't wait, help wait, wait, wait,
2: need No, this yeah. is a conversation. This is not even an interview. No, it this exactly. is a conversation. And the reason why I want to ask this question is because I think it's something that a lot of us find ourselves contemplating. Mm. Now that there's this new era of YouTube and there's new um, social media platforms, has the the era of presenters Mm. kind of come to an end? We are seeing a lot more people who are becoming well known or or celebrated in spaces that don't need these, I don't know, commissioning editors to go. Right now, you've got a show. Right now, you can have this Mm. platform because Mm. they're creating Mm. their own. Is there? Can you feel it as as people coming up in the industry? Can you feel? The difference? Do you see a difference?
0: If I may, right? Um, What I'm seeing is not necessarily, it's not coming to an end, nor is it coming out of style. It's more of the evolution of what that is. I like to look at, you know, I used to look at presenters when I was a kid watching TV as media personalities. And I think that's why Sibu said that that he found them so cool is because we got to sort of, We got to understand your personality and we got to get to know you guys for who you were, as opposed to seeing our favorite characters on television. And that is amplified so much more right now with the age of YouTube and social media. What's different now is that we own our platforms, you know, and but I think also our audiences are our audiences and we connect a lot more with them, and so the space actually is growing because there's room for everybody to follow somebody that they're interested in when they want to watch them and to get the content that they want from. It's so much more personal.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I tend to agree with that. So I come from the YouTube first side. I started on YouTube, then on TV. And to be honest with you, I think it's I think it's all presenting. I think you guys don't realize that. What you did, um, well, what YouTube is right now in South Africa is just like from you guys laying the groundwork years and years ago. It's just that we understand that it's very difficult to get on TV. It's very difficult. any Like you said, there's a lot of red tape. Um, but I think what's happening now is so many young South Africans are looking at YouTube as a place where they can practice that craft in a way that they want to. So I think I agree with you. I think it's actually growing. I think more of us are becoming presenters to the point where – when they look for people to present podcasts, they go, Who's, who speaks well on YouTube? Who's doing A, B, and C? Who knows how to create good content? So honestly, I feel like it's growing. I don't feel like it's dying. Yes, maybe there's less people you'll see on TV. But I think what you've done Is birthed like Hundreds and thousands Of like presenters It's just that they're all online Because that's what they know
2: Yeah. Well shout out to uh, Bullbrand For yeah. putting this together <laughs> So that we
0: can have This platform yeah. Yeah. To right. converse And have cool Yeah conversations mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay wait I wanna We need to turn this Back on you Because I, the, oh, that thing That you just did mm. That just That just proves guys That she <laughs> exactly. She knows what she's doing yeah. My heart literally started, I started getting Hot I was like Am I getting
1: interviewed by <laughs> <now?">
0: <laughs> I was like No man this is not what I was prepared yeah. for. <laughs> but anyways, I need to turn it back on you. All right, right, all right, all right. I, I And I asked you this earlier, but I really want to know where does the name Lala come from? Because everybody has stories behind their names. Like uh, Sibu, okay, I don't know what yours is, but mine, oh, I, I, I have a... No, yes. no.
1: <laughs> She's doing it again. Because
0: I can't have conversations here. It's like a job interview. Okay, let's do this. Let's mm. do this. You <laughs> tell me your story okay. and then I'll tell you mine. Because okay. yours is way more interesting than mine. No, no. Uh, Lala, everyone
2: either pronounces Layla, Lala.
1: It's. Can I actually ask? Have you ever been just called Ulala?
2: Ulala, yeah. yes. Yeah, I figured. And it's, then I'm everyone's sh- like, "Oh, are you tired?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh my goodness. Oh god. But South you know, if you go to if you go to like different areas in the world, they have Lala means something in oh, in many yeah, different places. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. But the the original. Orig- the origin story of my name <laughs> is that my my dad um, went and lived with Osho, and Osho was a, a really big guru back in, I think it was like the 70s, 60s, 70s, and um, maybe even the 80s. And there's actually a documentary, very controversial, called Wild Wild Country on Netflix, um, and talks about his life. So he actually went and lived at this ashram in the middle of America. And, um, he was an incredible, uh, guru who was largely misunderstood. But anyway, his his message was to just love beyond boundaries without um, without red tape, without the do's and don'ts that society kind of puts on us um, and to be authentic and to be beautiful and to be inclusive of everyone and everything. And there's a book of Osho. And in that book, um, there is a dancer. He speaks of, of a dancer and her name was Lala and she spread love and joy. Excuse me, sorry. She spread love and joy. Uh, with her dancing all around, all around uh, different
1: towns, Reading
0: love and joy. Yeah, and that so is exactly that's... what she does. Mm. Oh, I don't know about that.
1: Yeah. Honestly, growing up, I used to think it was a nickname. I think for the longest time, Many I was like. Mm. That's like, oh, But what's your full name? name? It's la 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 Okay That's that's what it freaking
2: is (laughs) So what's your your story?
0: Mine isn't as like My parents just combined their names So my mom is the creative of them all Because like I don't have to think of anything But um, it's a combination of their names So my father's name is Lele He's Mm Sutu And my mother's name is Nyarai Which is a Shona name And they basically Mm -hmm. took that first half And that last half of the name Combined them And there you have have. So I like to, you know, the, it doesn't really That's have true. a meaning, but I like to look at it as a sort of like coming together and being one no matter where we come from and just unity, right? And speaking of that, you know, I love the fact that you are a global citizen. You have lived, I will not say everywhere in the world, but you really, you're sort of the personification of what Globalization looks mm. like In a human being And what it means wow.
1: to- <laughs> School, hey! Eh? Wow Hey, yeah <laughs> Yeah, okay
0: Damn Globalization ah, go- mm. How much do you think Living in different countries And just having that exposure At the time that you were growing up How much do you think It's impacted you Into becoming the person that you are? Mm. It's a very multi-layered uh, answer That I have for this I'd, lo- I'd very- love to, yeah Give me, if- let's peel the onion yeah. let's- <laughs> <laughs> together.
2: So, you know, I think there's a lot to be said about um, uh, culture, being patriotic, being um, a culturalist or or, or an um, or someone who looks to follow their culture, learn about their culture. And the, in South Africa, I find that there are a lot of people who fight for their culture, but on the other side of, I suppose, the fence, there are people who are wanting to mix and mash and learn different cultures and Apply certain learnings and teachings from one and incorporate it with others, etc. And that's that kind of globalization I think you're talking about. And, and there's two arguments there. One is that that's such a beautiful thing. And one is that, no, you need to fight for to – keep, to, keep, um, to keep the boundaries, yeah. the barriers – um, and I actually struggled with that for a long time, being very patriotic Japanese, but also being very patriotic South African. Mm. Then being wanting to be a purist in, in a Japanese sense of taking my shoes off when I get home and not walking around, uh, you know, always walking barefoot, mm. um, eating strictly Japanese food, speaking Japanese to my family, making sure that I learn about the culture and the traditions, etc., and living that way. But then there's that South African sense we we kind of struggle with identity Especially when you not belong to a clan When you don't belong to Amazulu You don't belong to, you know, I'm Osa or whatever So then you start You're know, where do I fit in? Yeah. And you see some some of my friends are like, they're Portuguese So they try and flock together Some are Italian, they try and flock together Then some people just mix masala They yeah. don't even know what yeah. to, s- you know And, and that becomes yeah. <laughs> We're well, yeah. back at school, guys Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But But yeah, I think I really, really love being of different cultures Mm -hmm. and I love learning people's cultures and traditions and trying to, you know, I I sometimes struggle with uh, um, cultural appropriation because I can understand the issues that come and that arise from people either wearing things or saying things or using things that don't belong to their culture and maybe using it in an inappropriate way per Mm -hmm. se. But I also can really appreciate that intention is so important. And if I intend to do something in a, in a bad way, then it means something different to. I'm my intention is good. My intention is inclusive. I might have got it wrong, but I'm also human and, and I'm not trying to um make your culture seem bad. I'm trying to include it into whatever I'm doing. So there's like all these like weird lines.
1: Um but what do you think sets Mzanzi apart from a lot of the different places that you've you've been to or, or lived in? What do you think sets us apart from from other people?
2: Look, I mean it goes without saying we have we have something that could either be a blessing, seen as a blessing or seen as a curse, which is a a mixed, um, a culture of many different smaller cultures. Mm. We all kind of see ourselves as South Africans and we all belong to different clans. And that is such a, you don't really find that, like in Japan, everyone speaks Japanese. Mm. Um, Everybody kind of follows the same kind of tradition. Sure, in different areas, it's different. And there are clans within Japan, but for the most part, the food, the culture, the language is more or less the same. Sure. Whereas in South Africa, I think the diversity mm-hmm. is so vast that we can learn so much from each other. Um and sometimes we choose it and sometimes we don't. Yeah. But that's okay. Um we are also we're we are really seen as kind of the the big brother or the 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 elder of the African continent. Yeah. Um and I think that's and that's such a beautiful thing, a big responsibility to carry. Yeah. Um, but I think um, the the biggest difference I think might be the youth, mm. the youth in South Africa compared to the youth overseas. Everyone's outspoken. Everyone's opinionated. Opinionated. Don't no, worry, well, um, won't bring it up. <clears throat> bring it up. <laughs> but there's definitely an energy and a and a I don't know, almost like a. responsibility, we all feel like we need to prove ourselves more, more than other uh, countries we have more to fight for we have more to not to say that everyone feels this way but the majority
0: Ooh. but those are all the influences that make us human beings and that make us who we are in particular yeah. mm. and one of the things that we've been that have been coming up a lot um, in our conversations here at the state of the strong is really just walking in your purpose and just you know what what stems from that and i want to take a few keywords from what i've heard you say first of all where your name comes from um that lala in the book was spreading joy and love and you mentioned the fact that you wanted to be a doctor and a dancer and i think that if we if we put that all together as much as you didn't become a medical doctor the journey that you have been on as a human being and sort of you walking in that purpose has elements of that. I want to talk about your journey with PCOS, which yeah. I hope I'm getting it right. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. Yeah. Because you even have a, um, on YouTube, it's the, the kitchen, your PCOS, yes, which first of all, I love cooking Yay. so much. And I love the fact that you brought the, like what it means nutritionally to manage a syndrome like that. Can you please walk me through that journey? Because it's something that I think let's use this yep. platform to spread awareness on that, you know. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Polycystic
2: ovarian syndrome is um an endocrine disorder. A lot of people think it's a gynecological disorder, but it's actually not. So it can affect men. Um but men are like, Well, I don't have like ovaries. so Men are men. No, no, no. So it doesn't necessarily have to affect your ovaries. In other words, you don't have to have cyst polycystic uh, cysts. Um, anyway, so with PCOS, I was diagnosed when I was 27 years old. My body just kind of went haywire and I had no idea what was going on. I've been relatively healthy my whole life. Um, I've eaten healthy. I exercise really hard. And at 27, something happened. I had a really stressful a really stressful um, moment in my life. My fa- One of my family members passed away and I kind of lost control and my body just, Shut just down. was not interested. And I felt completely out of control. And I went to uh, an endocrinologist. At the time, I had no idea what an endocrinologist was, a doctor of hormones. And um, I went through and, and they did a couple of tests, super cold, super clinical, um, and they – Came back to me And they were like Well you're pre-diabetic You could have a heart attack At any second um, You've got something Called That poly- You you know You need to go see This doctor That doctor you need you get your ovaries checked You need to th- And it was You need to change your diet you need-. And mm-hmm. I was sitting there And I just remember Like the tears coming down I want to cry I mean <laughs> coming
0: at you You're yeah. hearing all of these things And, and it's yeah. like I'm going to die Yeah That's, yeah. that's my death sentence that's Right there That literally felt like yeah. Exactly That's mm-hmm. what it felt like
2: And, um, no one I knew had it and no one I knew or no one that I spoke to could tell me much about it. I had to research a lot and there wasn't at that time a lot of, which is ridiculous. I mean, this was like five, six years ago. Um, there wasn't a lot of, oh my gosh, it wasn't five, six years ago. It was more than that because I'm old. Okay. Anyway, carrying on (laughs) back to Picos. Um, yeah. So polycystic ovarian syndrome affects one in seven women around the world that is of childbearing age. (laughs) 70% 70% of women don't know that they have it. And that is a scary statistic and it's a statistic that hasn't changed in like 5 years because not not enough doctors talk about it, not enough doctors actually understand it, which is scary, and not enough women are talking about it amongst themselves. Women are incredible. We take on so much and a lot of the time
1: we don't take we don't take enough Responsibility. Mm, there's that word again. There's that, there's that word in <laughs> right there. Um, we're about to head out, but I, I really um, I wanted to ask you this. So you've had incredible longevity in the industry. And I don't know how long you want to work for, but it feels <laughs> like you're still going to go for a very, very long time. Um, so w- what do you think has, has kept you strong throughout all these years to be able to cause our industry is scary. Like I've come in first first thing through the door you hear is Sibu, be careful. Mm-hmm. You're about to go into the lion's den. Mm. Um, so, what's kept you strong throughout the years? Just for anyone who wants to be
2: in in front of the camera, even behind the camera, anyone who wants to be in in the industry, in the sure. entertainment industry, um, put your finger fingers in many pies, mm. like this. Yeah, you know, study. I didn't, but if you have the opportunity to study. Start the businesses. Learn different skills. Every year, if you can, learn a new skill. Learn to edit. Learn to DJ. Learn to make films. Learn to make soap. Mm. Learn to do whatever you love, but learn skills. I think skills are learn how to hold a camera, photography, the state of the strong. What is the state of the strong? People who are strong are people who want to continue to not just to survive, but to thrive. And the way to do that is to grow yeah constantly constantly water your garden and your garden is huge it 's not this tiny oh God, sorry. <laughs> sorry. it's not this tiny little flower it's multiple flowers and multiple trees and you want butterflies and you want oh lala and you want all sorts <laughs> of things to grow yeah. and so you have to spend time on you it's nice to go out to the club it's yeah. nice to go and have lunch and be fancy it's nice to go shopping but when it really matters, it's about staying in your good space, in a beautiful space, and growing you.
1: Mm. Hmm. Wow. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and not watching, I, I wish you could have seen our faces. Right. Please go watch it on YouTube. Please go, go,
0: just, just for the reaction. We're sitting like,
1: <laughs> do you remember when you were a kid and you were listening to your grand tell you stories, and your face was literally at the edge of your seat and you were just like in wonder? <laughs> That's. That's what Lerai and I would like to say. Okay, now. wait. Now,
0: now we have to ask uh, the main question. Go for this, it. This is the go-getter, the showstopper. What is your message of strong strength of strong? Oh my word! <laughs> what is your message me of strength, Tumzansi?
2: Ooh, putting me on the
0: spot here. Mm. <laughs>
2: message of strong. Let me actually just digest this for a second. I think strength means different things to different people because we all come from different backgrounds. My strong is somebody else's every day. Mm. Um, And so it's a very individualistic approach when it comes to being strong. But holding true to your vision is so important. If you don't know where you're going, you're going to allow the universe to decide for you. And so... I think strength is having the vision and keeping it close. Yeah. Um, fighting for it no matter what, at any cost, but in the right way. Never, never leaving your morals or your ethics, but fighting for it in the right way. <laughs> I wish I brought
1: my notebook. Sib was, re- Sib was literally like, yo. I girl. wish I brought my notebook. No, guys,
0: actually,
2: real quick before
1: we wrap yeah. this up. Yeah. What is, what is strong for you?
0: Strong for me, that's something that as in my very limited time on this earth, Mm. I've been struggling to learn and just grasp because... I was raised by a single mother And so for so much of my life I learned that strength means being independent and But independent in the sense that You cannot and will not depend on anybody else Because there isn't anybody else to depend on And therefore you have to tough it out You have to walk it off We talk about things like mental health Mental health is Oh, you depressed, go depress them dishes Type of situation <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's And so... Coming of age and really coming into my being a woman, a young woman, I spent so much of my childhood being a, a tomboy because I didn't know how to embrace my femininity. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, what strength is, it's completely changed. It used to be, ma- it had a lot of masculine qualities around. Mm-hmm. It. it was super Male centric mm. And I've been learning that Embracing your feminine Like I'm looking at Lala right now And she's just She's just so feminine What is but the in, word that I used When we
1: started? Fabulous, fabulous. But not in mm. a
0: Not in a material yeah. way But yeah. just very like She's really comfortable In her own space And that's what I strive Because that's a strength mm. And that's what The strength of a woman is To embrace the things That come naturally to you So yeah. I can't tell you What my message of strength is because it's going to change, yeah. but right now for me, it's really embracing my femininity and being proud of it, and just you know, walking in
1: it and being a woman. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, 90? Mm, mm. Are you sure <laughs> wow. you're like nineteen? Interviewing yourself. Look at that. Yes, and you. Um. Oh wow. Um. What is strong to me? Um. I think right now at at twenty seven, um, <sighs> strength to me, I think is is sort of um. <sighs> Working for my future self. Um, I think I really struggled to do things for 30-year-old, 35-year-old Sibu. I don't think very much in the future. Um, I think I, I grew up very much in survival mode where anything I do is for Sibu now. Mm. So um, I think I've had to learn now after my quarter-life crisis um, that it's okay for me to think that, you know, I'm still going to be alive in 5, 10 years. Like, it's okay for me to do things for myself then. Um so that's honestly, that's the big one for me. That's just honestly, that's more of something I've just had to learn recently, to be honest with you, um, is that um, I can sort of think of my future self. I'm very much a survival person. Like ever since moving to Joburg, it's like, what are you going to do now? What's next week? What's happening? Um, but I've got into the space now where I can sort of calm down. You know, I've gotten things. I'm on. I'm on a bull brand podcast, guys. I'm on state of the strong. (laughs) Like, Um, understand? Yeah, like I've done. I've done something. So I think um, getting out of survival mode is also a show of strength to say that to be able to sit back and be like, I've done. I've done a lot. Mm. I can. I can be calm. and then take things as they come in the future. Um, I think that's my that's my strong. To be honest with you, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Guys. If
0: I'm <laughs> keeping it real with you guys, um, this conversation turned out completely different to how I expected it to. Mm. How did but, you expect I, this conversation? It just, to, it just, I don't know. <laughs> it 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 just. I, had, uh, uh, it was so wholesome. That's literally it was wholesome. It felt like you listen. As much as we had you, Lala here, I think we got to tackle. Quite a few different topics and meaningful things in life, you know, which I guess... I didn't expect to. I thought it was going to be more about you, 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 you. I felt like I was talking it, to a
1: big sister. You exactly. Yeah, I genuinely felt like I was talking to a big sister. And that's <laughs> you.
0: You know what? I think we're 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 defining. We're slowly defining what the state of the strong is. You yeah. know, it's we're 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 on this journey. We're we're starting out, and and I, and I'm I'm looking forward to what the rest of the show and yeah. this podcast is going to be like. Yeah. But we we have to end it now
2: because, yeah. you But guys, shout have out mid-bone. to you first of all. Shout out, shout out, Thank shout out You're you, holding lover. it down you so well it. I love the vibe I love the energy Yes, and also Will Brand <laughs> Good choice <laughs>
1: Very good choice Stop. Hey, You're making us blush yeah. at work I what? love it Thank you
2: so much for having me on the show, guys It's been really, really cool And, and it's such a nice kind of setup And such a
1: yeah. great vibe Oh, man
0: well, that was the State of the strong, bull Brand Podcast with myself, Lerai, and Sibu Banza. We had Lala Hiroyama on the show today. And please make sure that you stay tuned for the next episode, whether you are streaming it while you are cooking your food or yeah. you're in the car, you're listening to it audibly, whatever it is, please stay tuned for the next episode.